Baruch Hashem, I won't say welcome back because we didn't miss any Shurim last week, uh, except for Sunday morning, which we will miss Hashem continue the Nabi Shur this coming week. Uh, we were, just to recap very quickly, because we're going to move on to share some of the lumdas and some of the Stadim and points for the next few food items or non-food items as well. So we had the shellac, which is from the lac bug. We were trying to figure out, still trying to figure out exactly, does it go through the whole goof or not? Or Moshe is assuming it doesn't, and at first that there was, it's similar to honey, that according to the Tanakama, honey is mut, even though it comes from a sheretz, because it doesn't really come from the sheretz. Then he went out to say, even if that's not so partial, depending on how you hold, and we're going to do that chazara business nugget to the next product as well. He says, it's really not a food. It comes out hard and wax already, and then they add alcohol, and it's bottle, and it's pogum, and it's not really shayim aichol, and therefore Moshe holds its mutter, and that is the meaning of the American cautious organizations. And most of the Mahajan Israeli ones do not accept it. And of course, somebody sent me a picture from Eretz Yisrael, I think it was Shlomo Rubenstein, who was here every night with us and Eretz Yisrael at the same time. And he said... Well, he didn't say anything. He just showed me a picture of a Mike and Ike with an Israeli Rabbanut. And I told him, I said, it has an Israeli Rabbanut, not Rabbanut Mahajan, not Batats, not Rabbi Rubin, not any of the other. Uh, so they're entitled to, in this case, follow the OU, but they're just imported with the OU, but it was significant which Hersha was giving the rubber stamp over there. But again, Ramesha felt that uh, with the fourth step from the Hokel, certainly it was Mutter. And we're going to use part of that sugya now, expand on it when it comes to the royal jelly, which I will get back into as soon as we take care of the two shaylas. Uh, one is an email. One of them, I think, was asked by you last week, so I said I would go back to it. It's the same shayla. There's a lot of lotion, lip balm, and the like that read like a laboratory, like many of our foods do. This is even worse. And I have a lot of, um, at least you're all now looking because everything is a sugya. And you asked about glycerin, and that we sort of touched upon already. Glycerin worldwide, probably comes from vegetable glycerin, but it's not 95.5. And it could be animal glycerin, it could be from an AV plant, which would trafe it up if it is trafe. Good news is that much of the glycerin is really nifkam. And by the time it gets into the rest of the stuff over here, certainly nifkum, and you're putting it on your hands, which is a lot better than putting it on your lips. Your wife, uh, I think you were asking on behalf of your wife, uh, she was putting it on her hands and maybe touching the dishes, but it is pretty pogum. It will be similar. Uh, lip sauce, okay, so we're going to get to that in a moment with the chapsticks. And it's going to be similar to the soap, which we didn't get to yet, but you're going to have a lot of information. We start the soap so you and we'll have to speak out less because you already know that the soap today is pretty pogum. The question is, is there a tzad lahachmer based on sicha kishtiyah? So soap has a unique problem based on sicha kishtiyah, which we're not going to discuss now. But one could possibly say, perhaps sicha kishtiyah, if you're smearing it into your hands, would be the same issue and smearing it to your lips. Lamaisa, soap is pogum, this is pogum. And the glycerin itself is somewhat of a suffix in the first place, whether it's vegetable glycerin or not. Uh, the chapstick, just to point out another interesting um, 
So this Shaila was sent in by Yitzchak Krakow, one of our regular listeners, and I asked him to please send me the uh, ingredient list. So this saved me a step. He has a nice picture of chapsticks. Uh, this happens to be the cherry. Uh, there's no reason if you need something for your lips to get into flavoring issues. If you're going to buy it, I would suggest buy the regular flavor, even though that has a lot in it also. Can't say the flavoring is going to make it that much more worse based on the heterim, it's not really food grade. It's not really la It's food grade enough that it's not poison baruch Hashem, because I know it's going on your lips. So, can't say there's no heterim by the other ones, but conventional wisdom and kasherus, if you already have some shilas, why get into flavorings, which certainly aren't certified, because they're not giving a hesher to this. So, always go with the plain, what you can, just... Uh, not to say the other stuff is usser, but it's a good idea. Even the plain. So this has a long list of things, most of which can't be pronounced by normal people, uh, which is, uh, it's, this is really uh, the chacham for the chapstick. This reads even more complex than most of them. I want to focus on one of them, and that is lanolin, because that is actually quite a sugya, which... I can do justice to now, but lanolin is an excretion from the the um, actually you're going to catch me on that. <laughs> Everything ever since I said nobody mixes it up, we're mixing it up. Uh, it's it comes from glands and it comes out sort of in the wool to protect the wool and protect the animal from the elements. And there's a very, very fascinating debate whether or not it's kosher. Now, part of the good news here is maybe it's not food grade anyway. By the time they're finishing processing it, it's pretty pogum. What's the original shayla, though? So in a very short version, if milk, this we covered already, if milk was in a vacuum, not putting milk in the vacuum, if the shayla milk was in a vacuum, would you say it's Asr Mutter? You know that the Gemara needed a special heter to tell you it was Mutter based on the Pusik. What was the problem? So one is Dam Nech and Rasachalov. The other one, believe it or not, was an issue possibly of Eber Menachai. That itself is a debatable issue. It can be Eber Menachai if it's a liquid. But it comes, there is a heter by milk, and it comes down to <coughs> somewhat of a similar Shaila when there's a Gizeh Sikhasim. Is that telling you that? Milk is mutter? Is that telling you that other things that come out that are liquid or some other form, can you say it's mutter under the general guise of coming out of a sheep? The sheep is a kosher animal. So we say, well, if it's coming out, the sheep's alive. So then it's something menachai. There's a menachai, bus menachai, uh, menachai. Is that uh, something that is generally mutter or generally usher? The debate, interestingly enough, there are many chuvas just written on lanolin because it's something that is coming from a gland and it's something very important for the sheep. Some sheep produce a lot of it. Sheep is a kosher animal, but it's alive now. So is there an Avram and Achai Sugi over here? And do we care in Tinsalama? There is if it's already pogum and it's not really a food item. So this lanolin is found in your chapstick but it's one of many ingredients, and if it wasn't pogum before, it's certainly pogum now, and many are make of a lanolin. In the first place, because it comes out pogum even before it's mixed. Yes? Why would that be different from eggs? Eggs are coming, eggs are coming so Eggs had, the Gemara asked the Shaila, and eggs uh, needed a special head, and we have a puzzle for it. Would it go to uh, non-edible also? Is she a wool or is she? 
<coughs> yeah, but you wouldn't eat wool if you would. We would no, uh, not, not send you for a treatment. Not, not yeah, so this is something that goes into a lot of food items. Lanolin is a, Niflis, I bury all these things, has a lot of application to a lot of cosmetics, uh, lotions, and perhaps a type of lotion, and other things. What? Even without that, it's pretty, it might be Pokemon that comes out. That's one that, Tam, some say it's not us in the first place. It's under the general exasicus of, of, uh, of milk, how they attach it to the milk. So uh, not for now, but I'm sure we'll have ample opportunity to get to it sooner or later. But Lamaisa, we hold Zmutter, and if you look at the rest of this stuff, it's unbelievable uh, what they have. And to make sure it tastes good, they have saccharin. Because you weren't nervous enough until now. Uh, forget all the cautious issues. Uh, but they have saccharin, they have bread, six, lake, uh, which is not from bugs necessarily, Baruch Hashem. That's the red three, natural red three, uh, which we discussed last week, which actually comes from crushed beetles, which there are chuvas that say even that's mutter if they dried out enough and it's like it's dried out for 12 months. Uh, and that was the reference that Diane Weiss made when he spoke about the shellac. He said he thinks shellac is mutter, like Ramesha says, because not really the food. And he says there are even peskim who matter far greater Buggy issues uh, that are not just a waxy secretion of the bug itself, but it's so dried out, it's like a din after 12 months, and it's afro dalma. So we don't go with that. And um, the uh, shellac uh, we do, perhaps, but the lanolin is, is even less of an issue in the fact that it is uh, pogum, and it's certainly pogum when it's in here. But there is a shayla. No, there are, again, it's not the only ingredient, it's a shayla, but that's the one that jumped off the page over here. Uh, they have canuba wax, there's not much of a shayla, and they have paraffin, and um, all sorts of other things that have types of alcohols, which could be, but in essence, it's mutter, and if you don't really care much, and you're not married to the cherry or the grape, which is probably artificial grape, but why get into flavoring and anything if you don't have to get into flavoring, you're putting it in your lips, and often most people don't clean their lips for a minute or two before they start eating, they just forget to have chapsticks on, it's not going to answer anything, but I would suggest go with the non-flavored Mies Toiv. Okay, so that was with the uh, glycerin and the lotion. The chapstick, again, the lotion and the chapstick have a Sikha Kishtia issue as well, uh, but the issue is really magnified by the soap <coughs> issue because the original soap is straight tallow, which was Roy La and that's why it was more of a Shaila, is Sikha only in Kippur Sugya, or sugyo all year round, which uh, we'll get to hopefully in the next um, two or three weeks, perhaps. Okay, take out your main copy, and we're going to give you a quick chazara in the Gemara that he's going to quote. We saw most of the Gemara already, but I mentioned you last week, we didn't see the first few lines, and that's going to be very important for the royal jelly. For those of you who were not with us before, you have any more? There should be plenty more, no? Are we ran out? There's... There's a there's a brand new one I gave out tonight. The brand no the brand new one. Sotoli has it. Should say Sotoli has it. There should be some of the back there. What? I think we. Uh, um, yeah. Now go to page one. It's just out of order. Page two is on the front. So just go. Flip it over to page one. There are many chuvas written pretty recently, last fifty years about royal jelly, because royal jelly wasn't really eaten until recently, until they figured out or didn't figure out. I'm not taking a stand, please. There's no medical advice or any nutritional advice or anything like that uh, implied by any of the things we discuss. 
but there are many people who say royal jelly is the best thing since sliced bread. Sliced bread is probably just as healthier, healthier, and certainly more necessary. Uh, but there are those who say maybe yeah, maybe not. They're not convinced. We're not commenting on this, but it's a big product and it's quite expensive. It's sold by many health food companies and it's very unique again in the uh, Niflis Aberi. This year is uh, just as much hashkafa and mussar of what goes into just the bee colony and what they do for food and how they process it. So the bee honey is stored, well, they think it's stored for the long winter ahead. It's obviously made for human beings to enjoy their Rosh Hashanah cuisine and other such things around the year because before sugar and saccharin and everything else, honey was the sweetener of choice for thousands of years. Royal jelly is something which has uh, many more nutrients, certainly for the bees, they claim even for the humans, and is something that doesn't taste very good. Hold the thought because over the next few days we're going to discuss just how bad it tastes, and that's going to make a very big difference in the sugyum. It's an underlying fallacy, according to many Peskim, Shlomo Zalman among them, that everybody seems to assume that <coughs> every we discuss any of these things, they say, ah, it's not Royal Achilles Adam and not Royal Achilles Kelev. Remember, we discussed the Sugya by Psachim. Is that is it which level is necessary? But let's just talk not Royal Achilles Adam. And it's horrible, it's terrible, and therefore, whatever it is, is Mutter. That assumption is a bit overrated. And when we get to Roshlamo Zalma's Truva, you're going to be quite surprised how many things, or quite grossed out, how many things might be Nichnas into what might be Royal Achilum. Uh, we told a very gruesome. Uh, tale, I think, after this year, not when the cameras were on, about that Holocaust story. That doesn't make it royal achila necessarily, but also doesn't make it poisonous. And the question is, where do we put the bar? We're not going to get into that just yet because Tilias is going to walk us to the sugi to figure out why he thinks perhaps is a good side that it's mutter. You can sidestep the whole sugi and say it's very bitter, it's horrible tasting, and therefore we don't need it to be mutter, it's not a food. And that might be an angle, but he's going to try to prove that it might be mutter in and of itself, even if it is royal achila. It is pretty bitter. The way they sell today in the health food version is either in a capsule and a pill, which again, you have the capsule shayla with the gel caps. That's the first part of the sugya. Or they mix it with a lot of honey. And it tastes pretty sweet, but it has this concentration of this royal jelly. Royal jelly in the hive is used to feed the larvae. Got tens of thousands of those. They've got to be healthy enough to be born and grow up to be fine, upstanding citizens of the bee colony, either as workers, as drones, or for the very select, there's still studies being done now, they can't figure out, nor will they figure out, who is destined to be even in the running to be a queen. What type of yichus and protexia do you have to have, and who do you have to be a gilgul of? We're not going to get that real deep secret to the Bria. It is, who there are tens of thousands of drones and workers and everything at a very small, select area of the hive where they feed royal jelly continually after they're born because if you eat enough of it long-term, relative long-term, you can actually grow up to be a queen. And when I say a queen, I like to emphasize there's only one queen. And you can have a hive of tens of thousands of bees. That's a chiddush. I would have elected a governess or something over each uh, subgroup. But uh, apparently this works better. I'm not second-guessing Hasashalom the Bria. It's just Haladavrahu. They all agree, whether they agree or not, there's one queen. And she and her friends and her sisters are fed, they're all larvae who in the special section in the uh, 
box seats, so to speak, and they're being fed raw jelly, raw jelly, raw jelly, and they stay on the diet of raw jelly, as opposed to bees that are switched to regular honey, which is nutritious enough for them, so they get the job done. And after a while, the queens are born. Um, Yaakov, maybe you could look back in the article, tell me how many are in the running Bechla, but they have a very serious primary season, then elections, probably a few debates. And after that, the queen goes and actually kills all of her sisters and cousins, uh, direct assassinations, and steps over a few bodies and becomes queen. Pretty gruesome. What? Uh, yeah, they probably try to impeach her afterwards, depending what party she's from, but I won't go there. Uh, so it's pretty gruesome, but there's only one queen. Again, I would have figured maybe there were 20 queens, 30 queens. One queen per hive. And she continues now with her royal status, eating that royal jelly. So there's always royal jelly around, not too much of it, and that's why it's very, very expensive. And for some reason, she likes the way it tastes. The human beings can't stand it, which again, we'll get to the fact whether that's Eichel or not, but they figured, you know what, if it's good enough for her to make her into a queen and now she can have tens of thousands of babies, it's got to be something in there for human beings. So maybe, yeah, maybe not. That's the royal jelly we're trying to figure out, is it kosher or not. Now, Part of this process is to figure out, well, back to old Shiloh, which we discussed um, a lot with the lack bug and haven't really figured it out, but sort of, not a couple of discussions, sort of figure out that maybe it's not going to the whole body and just being at the front end and that wasn't really totally processed, even though it sounds like it's more processed than bee honey. Well, royal jelly is pretty processed. And you can, for homework tonight, compare the process of that to what's going on to the gland, into the glands by the lack bug and being executed, or um, uh, whichever word you want to pick. <laughs> uh, and it's, Ramesha assumes, and Diane Weiss assumes, it's not considered mis, not says migufa, and therefore it should be motor like honey. Well, they have a much rougher time when it comes to the royal jelly, and now that would be a very good study. Compare the two. If it sounds to you like it's being processed, but not completely, but processed enough like the lack wax, then we have a problem. Because even the Cicelias is going to look for a kula, starts off saying that, well, it sort of is processed a lot, and it's not like honey, and therefore, according to Tanakhama Shabiyasar. However, we have the second sheet of Rabbi Yaakov, and let's go back to the beginning of the Gemara, and we will walk you through it right now on page one, which is the flip side. Ice, Aleph, and Cicelias. It's a very long truth. We're only going to do uh, one part of the first page and part of the second page. Uh, but that'll be enough, hopefully, to give us an indication of where he wants to go with it. So, the next part of this Gemara will sound familiar. We're just going to back up a few lines. He spoke out this part already last week. What's the din of Meiraglayim from a Hamar? It doesn't sound very appetizing at all. Uh, that was where that Holocaust story came in, where Nebuch uh, people on the way to the camps had to survive on this stuff, not from a Hamar, but from humans. And um, after discussing with the doctors here, they said it's actually pretty clean and you can survive like that. And uh, the different gears is the Gemara over here. Did the Gemara say the Shah is not no gay because nobody's going to do it? Or is it no gay? We're going with the gear so it is no gay and the Gemara is actually going to paskin on it, at least according to one shita. And that means somebody might be eating it. Now you'll say right away, what kind of shayla is this? It's obviously not roi lachilas adam. So this is our first proof that our definition of roi lachilas adam, or shtiyas adam, in this case, 
is not so pashut. Doesn't mean it has to be delicious. Doesn't even have to be good. Doesn't have to be even a tiny good. Sounds like we would all gag or maybe throw up and never take it before we get near it. But the Gemara is looking at this as a mashka of sorts. Okay, that way to the right up. I'm just putting it out there because I'm trying to brace you for Shlomazam is going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly why. Because we want to know is this a product of Kalyetsim and Otametame? It's the same Shaila by the bees. That's why all these products are connected. Well, the Gemara is assuming not because the Gemara's objection here over here is the Yetsim and Otame. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be the connection to the bees. Let, let, let's see what the Gemara's Rai is, and we'll, uh, if your question is still pertinent, we'll take it in a few minutes. Mao, Migufe ka mimatsisi. Do we say it's processed from the goof? All this should sound familiar to you, because the Rai is going to be from the bee. And therefore it's all sir, because it's a product of a tummy animal. Yetzim and a tummy. Tummy, aduma, maya ol, maya nofik. It's not really processed. It's water in, water out. Now, water in, water out. So you're already trained, because I explained this last week. It's water in, and Merak lime urine is not water. So Kumar says, yeah, basically, same idea. It's not the same odor, and doesn't look too good, but basically water. So the Kumar says, now, now this, this goes through the whole system and comes out the other end, correct? I'm saying it picked up something on the way. Oh, for sure. So but the Gemara, why, well, why are we looking at that? So that's exactly why this is such an important shayla. Okay, so we're trying to figure out by the honey, black bug, the royal jelly, how much in the body do you have to be? How affected by the process of the body do you have to be? Now, I would say if the thing that's most affected by the body is when it goes to the entire digestive system and comes out the other way. And the Gemara says, no, maybe my in, my out. So all saying wasn't really that affected. So my my you'll say, well, why is it uh, why is it cloudy and it seems to have different uh, properties? Havla de bisru, maybe that's just because it went to the body and the hevel and the heat of the vessel, but that doesn't really mean a change. That's the Gemara Shaila. Amalahu, now remember, the Gemara is clearly saying if it is considered affected by the process enough, it's gonna be Yetimatomi. Amalu Rafsheshis. Rafsheshis, the Amura is bring your eye. Tinisua, so he has first he obviously holds that this is enough through the body, in the body, through the digestive tract. This is something that's... Now Rashi says that we're not taking a stand yet on Mamsi Migufoy, but it's coming out of the tummy anyway. There are a hundred different guesses over here. We'll see what the kash is right now. Mesve. Why is honey So the Gemara says, why is honey mutter? No, we know this in our sleep already. Honey's mutter because the bees have it in the body in a little pouch, a little stomach. That doesn't really go through the whole system. They take from the flowers, take the nectar, and it sort of starts turning the devash. That's very, very accurate in terms of the science, obviously. They understood the process starts in the stomach with the saliva and the enzymes. They but doesn't go to the whole system, and they just regurgitate it at its mutter. And here he's saying that this meraglayim should be yasser because it went through the systems. The Gemara is comparing the two 
even though one goes through the whole system, one doesn't. And one says, yeah, but it doesn't really get affected that much because it's water in, water out. That's how Rashi commented before. The Shesha seems to say it's also, even though it's not really matzah and migufam, it doesn't get affected that much. That's the assumption right now. So, Kashalav Shesha is the Hacha Kivan, the Lab Migufaya Mamsa Shari. So, no, the Gemara has a Kasha. And the Gemara doesn't answer like I thought the Gemara was going to answer that Meira Glaim goes through the whole system. That's my Mamsa Migufan. And the honey just goes to the pouch and is regurgitated. Isn't that a good solution? The Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara answers, you ready for this? Who Rabbi Yaakov? Rav Sheshes, the Amira, holds like the Tana Rabbi Yaakov, the second Shita. Dama Dushrach Manasharya, that it's not based on the science, not based on what goes to the body, but doesn't go to the body. It's based on Xerus Akasuv. Xerus Akasuv is you can have a Sheritz, and one thing the Sheritz emits is Mutter. What is that honey? Rashi. So, again, Tadakama holds honey's mutter because of the science, doesn't really go to the body that much. Rav Sheshes is looking at Meirag Lyam and it doesn't go to the body either that much, which is a surprise. And how can you argue in the Tadakama? The answer is he holds like Rav Now, you were all asking last week, do you have a machoiz of Tadakama Rav Yaakov, what the reason is? Why honey's mutter? And we have various naf communities. Why would he pass like Rabbi Yaakov? The answer is the first clue over here is you have one Amara weighing in on this. Amara is of Sheshes and he passes like Rabbi Yaakov. And therefore, it's going to be a huge naf community for royal jelly and perhaps shellac, as Ramesha mentioned, because if you hold it just based on the science, if shellac isn't really processed, then perhaps if the urine, the marriage line is not really processed, however you understand that, then uh, royal jelly might be a problem if it's processed more. Coin to Abiyankiv has nothing to do with any of this. It has to do with Xerxes Kosov's mattering one thing, honey, nothing else. Not shellac, possibly, even though Amesha has a tzad, maybe it should include it, and not uh, royal jelly. So it makes a difference who you're passing like. Next step, go down to the next paragraph. Lamadna Misugis Hagamar, Shevatayma de Ateyushal Dvash Devarim. Doesn't really get processed through the body. Since it's not really taken into the body and processed completely by the body. is royal jelly. It means royal food. But it means royal jelly. admits. It seems to be the scientists say this is really processed through the body. More than honey, more than shellac, I suppose, and maybe even more than meiraglayim, according to this Gemara, according to Hoshesh. It goes into the stomach and it ends up coming out through some gland. Now, that sounds like shellac to me, so Yaakov, that's why I'm lost. That's why I was pushing back so hard last week, because it comes out of the thing, it, it was processed enough. To go to the body and come out in a gland, that's what royal jelly seems to be in over here, even since it seems to admit that that goes more through the body. So you have to find out uh, some chilik in the science. Sir, if is ulcer, the zeal basataima, so then royal jelly should be ulcer. Avolo Rabyakov, Rav Sheshis, the Kaikavase, the only Amara we have in the Sugi goes like Rabyakov, the Savri, the Loy, Zewatama Het, that's not the Heter. Dimishim Kachi, if he loves ulcer, would be ulcer. Kishem Shalsar, Sheshis, Mayor Glam Shalchamar. However, you understand that of Shesh's holes, that's not processed, that's not from the body. It's water. 90%. Can anybody uh, check uh, before tomorrow night in Meiraglayim, what's the percentage of water? Because the Gemara seems to be it's probably very high. And the Gemara says it's water in, water out. Ah, it doesn't look like it, smell like it, okay. But it's basically water. 
So that's the case of Shesha's hold. That's not considered Mamsa Migufan. And uh, according to Tanakhama, would have been Mutter if you're following the Lamdis, but according to Yaakov, it's not. Now, this is a jump. So, well, according to Yaakov, is royal jelly mutter? Well, is royal jelly honey? It's because of only one thing. Well, you could say royal jelly is not that one thing, it's honey. Or you could say anything that the bee produces, which includes royal jelly. It's not because it's not in the body in process. So he learns, interestingly enough, according to Yankov, whatever the bee produces is mutter. Honey, royal jelly, doesn't make a difference. That's two different products, but the is going on a bee, whatever the bee is mashritz, and that will matter it. That's a big nafkamina. According to the Tanakhama, it's usher because it's processed more in the body. And that's the whole nafkamina. Imkain, who adin, the chalahetu, gama shamachas, mazan amalthus. How do we possibly like Tanakhama Rabbi Yaakov? So he brings down an interesting machalikas Yushainim in Beis, la locha. Harambam, pergima hochas, machalsa, sus lochimba, pesika Tanakhama, as you would expect. Dvash dvarn, dvash sirin, mutter, meishainim, amasin, negufan, elokensasam, and asavim, they take from the flowers. They spit it back up, they regurgitate it. And therefore, it's obvious that um, it's going to be there, well, they think it's going to be there for them. But it's not processed to the body like the Tanakama. Flip back to page. Where did it go? It says page two. The Rosh Bibacharis, the Rosh argues. But he argues, says, We only have one Amara in this whole sugya. And he seems to paskin like Rabbi Yaakov, that's Xazakasov, and he learns whatever the bee produces. Honey, royal jelly, what difference does it make? The nafkimina would be, according to Rabbi Yaakov, wasp honey, locust honey is all lesser. And many. Will say so is royal jelly because it's not honey, but since the is learning, it's not the honey, it's whatever the bee produces, as opposed to the wasps. That's a big enough community learning this Gemara. We will see tomorrow night where this Machalikas ends up in Shochanarach and then circle back to the royal jelly. It's a shame to pick it up tomorrow night.